Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you overcome the barriers you have to becoming the best version of yourself and thriving in all aspects of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I'm here to help you uncover your ultimate truth and cheer you on on this journey we call life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I am your host, Annie Brieu. And today we are chatting into committing to yourself. First off, happy new year. I literally took a full hiatus off of January because honestly, my December is so crazy. And, you know, speaking of committing to yourself, I literally started 2024 with the utmost commitment to myself and my goals. And with that, that meant putting a few things on the back burner And unfortunately, that meant my podcast, but I am feeling so refreshed and revived and just so excited for 2024. I honestly just felt like I needed to start off this new year with this episode exactly because for the first time in my life, I have committed to myself like I've never committed to myself ever, ever before. Is it because I'm getting married in August and I have this beautiful ring on my finger and I, you know, have been dreaming of all of these events for my whole entire life, maybe, but I actually chalk it up to a few other really incredible things that I'm going to be discussing in this podcast. But one of the most exciting things that I get to share with you today is just the transformation in your own self that you're going to be able to feel once you actually do commit to yourself. I find that everybody has motivation. And unfortunately, motivation doesn't mean results. Just because you're motivated doesn't mean that you actually go through and finish anything. And there have been studies to show that, you know, people that have a lot of motivation, that's great. But if they don't have any determination and they don't actually commit to themselves, they don't end up getting any results. And what's important, motivation or results? It's really results. And I can tell you right now that Once you're on the journey to commitment to yourself and to your goals, I'm telling you, motivation's not going to be there to push you through. Motivation's just there to start it off, uh, maybe feel good in, in the midst of it. And don't get me wrong, I love a good motivational speech. I love a good motivational talk. But when it comes to committing to your goals and dedicating to your freaking self, motivation's not going to be there to hold you up and take action. So... Let's move the motivation aside and let's get into the good work. So that being said, I hope that you guys have committed to yourselves in terms of personal goals and needs for this year. I think that starting the year off with, you know, something to look forward to for yourself, whether that be reading books or, you know, working harder at work or whatever that it is, whatever that, you know, maybe introducing self-care, whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as you have a goal for the year and at least a theme that you can stay committed to, I think that that is the first step in the right direction. Okay, so let's jump right in. So first and foremost, if you are wanting to commit to yourself. And when I say wanting to commit to yourself, literally, I just mean like actually sitting down and committing to your goals. For me, one of the biggest things has been literally sticking to a routine and sticking to a healthy meal plan. Unfortunately, I've suffered a lot with binge eating, especially in stressful situations. Whenever I'm going through absolutely anything, 
I end up binging. And I mean, other than the fact that it doesn't make my body feel good, I get a lot of other negative side effects like cloudy brain fog, like just all of these things. And so I was dedicated to create structure in my eating, to create create structure in my routine, dedicate myself to fitness. And I, you know, actually am I since January 2nd, I've been doing the 75 hard challenge and have successfully committed every single day since, which I personally have been patting myself on the back because it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy at all. And when it comes to understanding this commitment to yourself, you really need to understand why you're doing it, right? If you're doing it for somebody else, I can promise you right now that you're not going to be going through with it. If you are trying to prove something to somebody else, you're not going to go through with what it is that you want to do. And so that right there in itself, this is a commitment to yourself. You need to, you know, whether it's to journal it out and deep dive exactly what it is that you are looking for and wanting in this situation, your why, you need to figure that out in order to fully understand this commitment that you were about to set to yourself. And I want you to think about it like as if you're in a relationship with somebody else. When you are in a relationship with somebody else, you are committed to that person because you like them, you love them. You are committed to doing it for that person. And you know, this same thing when you're committing to yourself is because you love yourself. It's because that you want to do this for yourself. And I promise you the future you is probably going to be bitching and complaining and really upset with the fact that you have committed to yourself because, you know, for example, if you are wanting to crush a workout every day at 5 a.m., uh, I promise you that when you wake up at 5 a.m., especially those first two weeks, you're not going to be happy with yourself and you are going to be asking yourself, why the hell did I do this? And in those moments where you feel like shit and you feel like, why the heck did I do this? This is when that mental alarm comes on in your brain where you discuss with yourself, you have that internal conversation where you're like, this is my why. Because I want to fit in those jeans, because I want to hit that milestone, because I want to be the best version of myself, right? It's about re-highlighting why you are doing this. And the one thing that I love that I say all the time, in order to succeed, you need to become comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is, look, if you guys have heard my other episodes, I always relate everything to like working out and eating because it's so easily understand understandable. Is that a word? No, but it's so easily understood that I just apply it to everything. So again, I'm not the kind of person to push any of these like conforming beliefs on anybody. I just use it as an example. But the best example with this is when you are, you know, working out and you're doing these sit-ups you need to be comfortable with the fact that you are going to be uncomfortable doing these sit-ups doing the sit-ups isn't going to feel good you're actually going to feel pain but you're actually getting a benefit out of doing this and this goes with anything this literally goes with your goals you need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable with the change if you're wanting to wake up at 5 a.m if you're wanting to start reading if you're wanting you know to eat really healthy All of these things will make you feel uncomfortable before you start feeling good. And it's important to remember that you can feel comfort, you can feel joy in the uncomfortable. And 
this year has really just already 2024 has already just been such an eye-opening year because when I dedicated to waking up at 6 a.m. every single day and starting my morning off with a workout I'm telling you right now that my mind right from the get-go I literally was hating my life like I, I can't sugarcoat it I literally was like why the heck did I do this and this alarm went off in my mind where I was just like, okay, it's time to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. So instead of bitching and complaining all the way through that plank that I was in, I literally took a moment, connected with myself. I took the biggest deep breath and I literally aligned with my inner self. And I reminded myself that it's time to fall in love with the journey. And I know that sounds so damn cheesy, but I'm telling you, you need to become comfortable with the journey. And a part of the journey is feeling uncomfortable. And I reminded myself that once I get to my goal, I'm going to look back and feel so much pride in pushing through those uncomfortable moments. So I'm telling you, whatever it is that you are going through and, you know, those emotions as you are committing to yourself, I'm, I promise you acknowledge this pain acknowledge the discomfort and become one with it mentally become one with that discomfort and remind yourself that you can do it and you are also going to thrive and love it once you actually do complete this and that's actually exactly what I ended up telling myself you know like I I ended up telling myself that like I am gonna feel so damn good and one of the like I, I just right now in my mind like I all I keep doing is like literally visualizing myself on that first day when I was doing the plank at 6 a.m. in the morning literally freezing because I live in Canada and it's cold as heck right now and it's dark and it's just like muggy and it just feels just like hell like I don't even want to sugarcoat it it literally just feels like hell um and I just I visualize myself in this moment where it just took one second in my in my mind to just set this alarm, to just set this nudge in my brain to just be like, no, like this feels uncomfortable and I'm going to become so comfortable with this feeling, this feeling of uncomfort. I am going to become one with it. And for me, like I always talk about the power of breathing and I recommend it to everybody. It doesn't matter what you're going through in your life. If you are going under any type of stress, whether it's working out, whether a fight with a friend, whether you're just stressed because you got a lot of work to do, like if you practice breathing, you will bring in more oxygen into your body. And when you bring in more oxygen into your body, you're able to just handle situations better. So whatever that it is, even if you're literally your goal is to read more books and you can't stand reading, literally I want you to take a second and breathe. Breathe in through your nose for four, hold on to that breath and breathe out for six. Continue to do that and then get back into it. Get back into that focus because this is all part of that commitment to yourself. When people talk about goals and, you know, again, like I mentioned, I love a good motivational speech. I'm all about that. But what they always consistently neglect to talk about is the bullshit that you're going to feel when you are committing to yourself. It's great to get everybody amped up, right? That's the best part. That's the initial part. It's the best feeling, sure. But let's go back and talk about that the journey, about when you are actually taking action and doing it. That part doesn't feel good. That part is the bullshit part. 
It's not fun. But I promise you that when you're at the end and you've reached your damn goal, all of that uncomfortable feeling that you have been feeling, that part is literally going to be the building blocks to your success. That is going to be the part where you get the growth, where you get the stamina, where you get that incredible feeling within yourself. Without any of the struggle, you don't get the success. So just remember that. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Just remember that, that uncomfortable feeling you need to go through. And that right there is going to provide you with everything that you need. And at the ending, oh my God, you are going to feel amazing. Okay, so let's chat about the importance of personal goals. And you might think that this is something that's like so cheesy because of course you're supposed to have some personal goals. But you know, me being a type A and me just being this like workaholic that I have always been, um, or as I should say, a recovering workaholic, because I do not like to glorify that at all. But there is so much importance in having personal goals, not just work goals, but just having personal goals and setting goals. Like I think that it's so underestimated and I find that a lot of people have work goals and money goals and all of that kind of stuff and even though work and and money goals can totally be personal goals um, I'm talking about like those real goals for yourself which could literally be waking up at a certain time every day it could literally be forcing yourself to take a lunch having those personal goals that are for yourself are those stepping stones to creating the life that you deserve, creating the life that you absolutely love. And I think that it's really important to note that short-term desires are something that everyone's going to experience. And unfortunately, when you are trying to commit to long-term goals, you have to start to ignore those short-term desires. For example, I love to eat chocolate and I like to eat chocolate before bed. Why? I don't know. During the day, no cravings. At nighttime, I'm like, I want to melt chocolate and eat everything with it. I literally love to lick it off a spoon. Like, I don't know if anyone else likes this. Maybe I'm just like a chocoholic, which I will totally identify with. No problem. But it is not aligned with my personal goals of literally dedicating, you know, this year to just getting the best damn body that I freaking deserve and feeling good and not feeling bloated in the morning and wanting chocolate at night is a short-term desire it's not aligned with my long-term goal and so I have literally had to set this alarm inside of my brain to notify me every single time that I have this short-term desire to again complete that breathing technique And literally tell myself, does this align with my long-term goal? Yes or no. If it does align with my long-term goal, then yeah, 100% go ahead with it. But like the chocolate situation, if it does not align with my long-term goal, I am having to take a moment, take a big deep breath and literally say no. And again, get comfortable with with being uncomfortable. Because I'm telling you right now, when I'm saying no to myself when it comes to chocolate, there's a lot of uncomfortable feelings. I am literally having to process and go through that sugar craving that I am feeling. And it's not comfortable. So again, it goes back to being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And also reviewing your short-term desires, right? 
in this moment right now, I want to jump and dive into a pool of Nutella and I want to eat all of it. Am I going to feel good tomorrow morning? Heck no. Is my brain going to feel like crap after? 100%. Is this aligning with me getting the body of my damn dreams for my wedding? Absolutely not. And that right there is the biggest thing. It is the biggest damn thing. And I'm telling you that we all have those short-term desires and they feel so good short-term. But let's talk about the long-term because that's what matters. That's what really, really matters at the end of the day. And this year, like I literally, and again, like I, I don't want anybody to feel like they need to prioritize health, you know, these like working out goals or anything. And I always relay it back to that. The only reason why I relay it back to that, number one is because that's what I'm going through myself. And number two, I find that it is so easy to relay it with any other piece of information or anything of any other goal in the world. But at least for myself this year, because I'm like, you know, working out every single day, I'm eating so healthy and all of these things like I literally have had to have this conversation in my mind when it comes to these short term desires because short term doesn't provide you with anything. And I had to remind myself like I have literally been going after this goal for what feels like 10 years and I have not achieved it because I am constantly in this feedback loop where I am providing towards my short term desires and not my long term goals. And so Short term, I'm super happy and I'm constantly feeding into that short term goal. But what about the long term? I haven't actually given into anything for that. And therefore, (laughs) I have constantly been feeling let down and constantly been feeling like shit because I have not reached my damn goal that I've been trying to reach for such a long time. And so I want you to literally tell yourself, right, how badly do I want this? And in this short term moment, Is future me going to be happy with myself? Is future me going to be proud of myself? Is future me going to be proud and happy and feel successful in this moment that I've caved into the short-term goal? If your answer is no, then you know exactly what you need to do. Okay, so let's chat about overcoming a lot of the barriers that you are going to have to overcome when it comes to committing to yourself and to your goals. I did a little bit of research and I ended up looking into the three biggest challenges that people face other than having to feel comfortable with the uncomfortable, which is just part of it. It's a part of all of it, but just some of the things that a lot of people will deal with. And the three that I ended up looking up are procrastination, fear of failure, and societal pressure. These are so real because I experience all three. I'm the kind of person that I will procrastinate when I have stress or I'm afraid of accomplishing something or committing myself, I'll procrastinate till last minute. And then I have this fear of failure where like I become so hard on myself um, that I just cave in and then I'm just like, no, 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 I'm not even going to do it because I don't even want to fail. And then, you know, I've also in this, you know, 75 hard, which if you don't know what 75 hard is, you essentially have to commit to an hour and a half of workouts a day. One of them, two 45 minute workouts, one has to be outside. Um, I have cut out alcohol and I have also cut out smoking weed. Um, and you have to read 10 pages a day and you have to stick to some form of a health regimen. I have been sticking to the intermittent fasting and eating like really nutritious meals. Um, and there's one more that I literally cannot even think of right now, but that's okay. So for me, societal pressure, when it comes to cutting out alcohol, oh my God, when I go 
to a social event. I just want to do whatever anybody else is doing. I'm an extrovert and I'm like, oh my God, everyone's drinking. Let me drink. So it's been really difficult. When other people are drinking, it takes everything out of me to not have a drink. So I'm going to kind of provide you some tips on overcoming these barriers and also share a little inspiration and story to help you overcome all of this. So when it comes to procrastination, this is something I have ADHD and people that have ADHD tend to procrastinate a lot and I procrastinate all the time. And what I have, you know, done specifically with a 75 hard challenge or whenever I'm trying to commit to myself for anything is that I legitimately always start my day off doing the things that I want to do the least. I don't start my day off with peaches and cream, eating ice cream, living la vida loca. Uh uh uh. I start my day off with that shitty workout. I don't even want to call it a shitty workout because it's now making me feel great. But when I first started, I was like, this is a shitty workout. But I start my day off with the hardest things and I commit to them. When you do the thing that you want to do the least right in the morning, there's no reason as for why you can't do it. So if that means that you need to wake up earlier and literally, you know, commit and do it, then wake up earlier. Make that a non-negotiable. Make it a non-negotiable for yourself, but get it done first thing in the morning. And a lot of you will probably have excuses as I had, you know, many excuses myself. I was like, oh my God, I got to sleep. I got to do this. Well, then figure something out because it needs to be done right first thing in the morning. Because I promise you that if you wait until after work or if you push it to before bed, something's going to happen. Something will come up in the day. Your energy is not going to be there. You're going to have something more important to do and you're not going to have the time. So if you are a procrastinator, I am telling you right now, do it first thing in the morning. And also add it in your calendar. If you are somebody who um, uses Google Calendar like I, I love Google Calendar. I'm not, this is not promoted, but I'm literally promoting the hell out of it because it has helped me so much when it comes to procrastination, but I will time block everything. I time block everything that I do. I literally add everything that I need to do in a day in my calendar because there's no reason as for why that I can't get it done. So if you use, you know, one of those old school, if you will, calendars that are like literally the agenda, like the paper agenda, paper calendar, add it first thing in your calendar, add everything in there. And also when it comes to procrastination, for example, for the gym, which I've given this example in many of my other episodes, but it's really important to prep yourself prior to actually completing the task. For example, when I'm waking up at 6am in the morning, I am not leaving myself to get my clothing, get my water, get all of those things at six in the morning. Cause I'm telling you right now that if I had to do all those things, I'd be hopping back in my bed and going to sleep. So what I do is that the night beforehand, I make sure to get my water bottle and I make sure to get everything that I need, my clothing, my shoes, everything completed so that there's no reason for me to say no at 6am in the morning. So when it comes to fear of failure, this is something that a lot of us experience. And one of the biggest recommendations that I can provide you with in terms of fear of failure is literally complete journal prompts, journal everything out and complete affirmations. When you have a fear of failure, it's definitely deep rooted back in 
who knows what, your childhood, maybe the way that somebody said something to you, maybe a past failure. It, it truly can be absolutely anything. And that's when you need to take a moment with yourself and really just get back to who you are. Because deep down inside, deep down in your own heart, you know what you want, you know what you deserve, and you know what you are capable of accomplishing. And you know, never get hard on yourself for not accomplishing anything. Or, you know, if you, you know, skipped something up or screwed something up or whatever that it is, that was past you. And, you know, due to your environment and due to whatever you were going through at that time, that's why certain things ended up happening. And you can't get mad at yourself for not being able to complete all of the those things back in the past. So when you're looking at future you, Take a moment to connect with yourself. I always recommend journaling things out. If you haven't completed a journal meditation, highly recommend. Go and check out my other episodes. I have a lot of journal prompts and I'm going to be coming out with a lot of them as well. These are the best way to really connect in with yourself. And, you know, even on YouTube, there are so many meditations and there are so many affirmations that you can complete where you can just get back to who you truly are. When we have this fear of failure, it's almost always because we are taking in the ideas of society and we are taking in the fears of other people and we are absorbing them as our own. And that's not how we truly feel about ourselves. We have this fear of failure because other people have said whatever that it is. And, you know, we had a lot of stress and we didn't, you know, do as well as we had wanted to on a test or whatever that it was. And so if you have this fear of failure, take some time with yourself and connect in. Complete a meditation. You can literally go online and find a five minute meditation. You can, you know, complete some journal prompts. You can literally just journal how you are feeling and do breath work. You can literally do so many things in order to get back to who you are. Because I promise you, when you connect in with that person, with who you truly are deep down inside, I promise you, it opens up new lenses. It's like opening up a new door where you now connect and understand why you are going through with what you are going through. And I promise you, you will feel so much better. And when it comes to the societal pressure, this is the third biggest challenge that most people face when they are trying to commit with to themselves. And unfortunately, the societal pressure This is our environment and this is the thing statistically that affects us the most. It's extremely difficult, for example, with cutting out alcohol. And I want you to look inwards and find that thing that will help you push through this. For me, what I do is when I am hanging out with my girlfriends and everybody is drinking wine, I will literally get a cup a wine glass that is exactly like all of my friends and I will add soda water and I will add lime in there and I make it super fun. Sometimes I'll even throw some fruit in there. I will add some things and it makes me feel as though that I am drinking alcohol. And of course, you know, you might have these other barriers where, you know, at work, I remember when I was working in corporate, everybody would be bringing in all of these pizzas. And when I was trying to eat healthy, it felt absolutely impossible. And so what I would start to do is that I would bring in a healthy treat of some sort. I ended up on Sundays batch or not batching, but like, well, yeah, batch 
creating recipes, meal prepping these yummy, healthy desserts so that when work would buy this pizza and all of these other things, I would go and I would have my treat and I would bring in my lime bubbly, my lime soda bubbly, and I would have that. And that was my treat. And that is what held me over. So when it comes to these societal pressures, it's about finding something in those environmental you know, spaces that you're in that will make you feel as though that you are still getting that thing that you are missing out on. Because if you just focus on you know, missing out and whatever that it is, usually after, you know, completing it a few times, statistically, you will fall back into that same pattern. So find something to replace it, right? They say that, you know, if you're somebody that bites your nails, you have to find another habit to replace the biting the nails with, right? So for me with the alcohol, well, I've got that, you know, the exact same wine glass. So I still feel super cutesy with all my friends and their cute wine glasses, but I'm adding soda water in. So it is replacing that. So really, I hope that, you know, these tips and tricks really help you because I'm telling you, you can succeed. But what is the most important part of all of this is number one, proper planning prevents poor results. If you know that you have things coming up, it's important to prep ahead of time. Get everything organized. For example, like my story of, you know, going to work and creating these healthy little snacks to bring. I had to prep that ahead of time, right? So it's really all about creating steps that are going to help you in the future because when you are prepared, you cannot fail. I promise you that. And so again, it's it's time management techniques. I actually feel like my mom right now and it's so annoying, but it is true. These are all time management techniques. So, you know, before you go and start this huge commitment to yourself, I really want you to look at your schedule, look at all of these things that you can complete and, you know, prep yourself and create these time management techniques that are going to help you in these stressful situations. And I can't stress enough the importance of small, consistent steps. If you fail one time, look, that's a learning lesson. It's not failure. Try again. Instead, what I would be focusing on Like if you fail and, you know, if you, for example, miss a workout, I would look and be like, okay, why did I miss that workout? Did I sleep enough? Did I prep everything? Did, you know, I have a lot of stress. Look back. So don't get hard on yourself for missing a day or screwing up one time because like I've mentioned, failure is a stepping stone to success. You need to fail in order to succeed. And every time that you fail, As long as you can look back and analyze honestly that situation, then you have already learned and you are already on your way to becoming the person that you want to be and achieving your goals. So have an honest conversation with yourself. Don't get down and don't get hard on yourself. I promise you. Because when you look at all of these extremely successful people, they have failed so many times. But the one common thing is that they are able to sit down and look back and say, okay, What did I do wrong here and where can I learn from this? Because once you can do that, then you are already on the right track to success. Okay, now for the last little bit here, I want to chat about maintaining the momentum. 
And this is really, really big because I find that when people, you know, kind of get into this momentum, they almost feel like, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. I don't need to try anymore. Like I, I've got this, I've got this. And then they almost get into this like cocky mindset where they're just like, eh, I got it. Like, oh, I don't need to meal prep anymore. I don't need to do these things anymore. I'm totally fine. But and then what ends up happening is that they haven't done these additional steps And then they end up going back into their old habits and their old patterns. And so when it comes to keeping up with the momentum, have some form of a tracking process, you know, whether it's on your phone, you check things off every day, or if you have, you know, a sheet, um, you know, for the 75 hard challenge, I ended up adding these stickies on my wall, which if I'm being honest with you, I didn't find it overly um, successful for me. A lot of people do though. And also to each their own. It's about what works for you. I personally just have a little tracker that I created in my Apple notes where I've got that little bubble that I can just check off. And that's what I do for myself, but have some form of a tracking, you know, process that's going to help you and also celebrate the small victories. If you want to get up at 6am every single day for five days straight after five days, literally have, you know, a little victory of some sort, right? Have a girl's night, go shopping, go do something, right? Literally, I want you to celebrate all of these things because the more that you celebrate the wins, the more that you feel good about yourself. And then you start to see how much you've actually accomplished, which truly is just so incredible. So I really want you to look at that. Okay. It's really, really important to do that. Now, Also, I want you to try to continue to review, right? Like let's say you have a six months, six month goal. I want you to review after one month, every single month, take some time and review everything. Because again, when you can look back and review the past, you are able to create so much change for the future. Okay. I feel like I have blabbled on so much more than I had intended to because I just honestly, I feel so passionate and I've also just felt so good. You know, this year I've literally just stayed so damn consistent and I really own it all up to being really prepared. I did not rush anything. I literally have been organizing all of this since December 1st. So I had a full month of preparation prior to January 2nd to do all of these things. And that really, really helped me. And that being said, Every single week on Fridays, what I do is that I have this like, you know, every single Friday morning, I weigh myself, I measure myself. Again, this is only for my my goals, but I have this like one-on-one little like check-in where I literally am like, okay, what did I do this week? How did this go? What were my barriers? Like, what did I do well? And I journal it out and I have this like one-on-one touch base, you know, time with myself where... I'm able to just kind of review my progress. What did I do good? And I have these nice little victories myself every single week. Once a week, I go out with my fiance. We have date night and I I treat myself to a yummy dinner and I don't go like full out and like order pizza and all that kind of stuff, but I have something yummy and we buy out and it's delicious. And it just gives me that little bit of satisfaction because if I were to go without, you know, any form of little victory, then I'm, I'm going to, you know, binge or I'm going to do something. Right. And again, this is towards my own goals. So for you, if it's, you know, if you're trying to read every single day, have, you know, a treat day where you watch a movie instead or whatever that it is for you, right. You find your own treat because at the end of the day, this is all about you and what you can do for yourself. But 
really, I've just felt so passionate about all of this. And I think that I just have a really great feeling about this year. I think that 2024, there's going to be a lot of change, you know, in this world and even within ourselves. And I really, really want you guys to honestly feel so accomplished and feel as though that you are the damn freaking best self that you have ever been. And I hope that this episode helps you with that. So if you are currently committing to yourself or if you need any tips or tricks or anything like that, please make sure to reach out to me. Send me a message on my Instagram. I love it when you guys reach out to me. I honestly love you guys so much. And you guys are just like, can I just say that you guys are the freaking best? Like, I have a lot of friends that have podcasts and things like that and nobody reaches out to them. Well, not nobody. God, I sound so savage. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just like, honestly, you guys like this, the audience that I have, you guys are freaking amazing. And you know, there's nothing more that I love to see than people that are committing to their damn selves. It is the best feeling and I love to freaking see it. So this is to you. This is a 2024 and this is to literally just becoming your best damn self. So thank you so much. Tune in for next week. I know that I was going to be doing the two episodes per week, but right now it's a little bit too much to uh, manage. So I'm going to be doing two intensive episodes per month for right now uh, and two episodes that are going to be very, you know, journal prompts, affirmation, mindset, all of that kind of stuff. So stay tuned because next week's I've already recorded it and it is damn good and juicy. So I can't wait. I love you guys so, so much. And yeah, don't forget to rate, like, subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to just become the best damn self that you are.